Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Knowledge Under Influence. I'm your host, Martez. You can follow me on Instagram at Martez underscore for show. That's F-A-S-H-O. Man, I'm back with another episode. Man, today I got a special guest, man. I got DJ Mo Beats in the building, man. Up, Mo up, Beats was good. I'm cooling, I'm cooling, man. That's good, <laughs> that's good, bro, man. I'm glad to have you, man, at last minute. I'm glad that you, what I really like is that, should I ask you, I inbox you, you was like you was quick with it came back and i feel like, like i probably had my phone in my hand i was doing something else okay and I was like, okay yeah okay and you i mean but you was ready like i don't know i feel like a lot of people like and i know you busy so like that you could have overlooked that and just kept going so like i appreciate you like yeah me back up and it's, it's all good like i said one of the first things i asked i was like let's just make sure this is something that's going to be adding value and right when you say yeah i was like all right i'm with it right yeah yeah so that's what we hear i mean it's not done an influence so obviously we're trying to spread knowledge um to all anybody who listening um take me back man where you from from right here where we at you detroit. know what I'm saying? detroit born and raised yeah damn what part of uh detroit uh, west side what's i'm saying glendale between linwood and lawton okay okay yeah. what uh what high school you go to i went to king king yeah. you play any sports I played baseball early, and then um, actually the transition was when I stopped okay. playing baseball was when I really got heavy into DJing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Man, did you ever think you was going to like play like at a collegiate level, or you just was like... I mean, kind of. I thought about it. like It kind of yeah. crossed my mind, but yeah, yeah. it was literally to the point where I used to, I played Little League, you okay. know what I'm saying, I, and then they transitioned on into high school, but I just got to the point where I couldn't do my DJing as well as right. stay on a high school baseball team. Like okay. I had to kind of choose. It was like, all right, this baseball stuff can chill. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's I think tight. I made the right decision. When, when you was growing <laughs> up, like, what did you want to be? Like, you wanted to do baseball? What did you want to do? Um, I feel like I was, like, all over at one point. But then once I really got into music, uh-huh. it kind of just stuck. Like, yeah. that was just, it was like, boom. Yeah. Just locked in. What, what? You ain't had like anybody in your family do music like they produce. Nah, nah, nobody produced. Nobody, none of nobody that. Nobody DJ. Nah, it's nah. usually crazy because like you follow like when you growing up you see somebody like if you had a dad or something that mm-hmm. that DJed or a family member DJ like you see it and you want to hop on the turntables. Yeah, it's like that's what no, we did. No, my my infatuation with DJ actually came from uh, my eighth grade teacher was a DJ. Okay, so you know what I'm saying I would see him like doing the school dances okay. and, and spinning and like I was already naturally musically inclined. So. Right. You know, play drums, clarinet, saxophone, all of that. And uh-huh. then I would see him when I was in eighth grade DJing. I was like, man, that's that's dope. I want to do that. Yeah. And I wanted to start in eighth grade. I didn't yeah. start until um, 10th grade. Damn, why? Why yeah. so late? If um, you... I mean, that's not even late. You think I about, mean, why I later? Got... <laughs> I'm saying why later? Like, if you eighth grade. I mean, like... it was because you got to think about that, too. Like, I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And DJ equipment cost oh, yeah, money. Yeah. It wasn't just like. Oh, go mom, go buy me a toy. This right, was like, yeah, yeah. you know, some equipment that was hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So even the way that that happened was I literally begged my mom for a year straight. Mm-hmm. So I get into high school, start begging her for a year straight, like, yo, I want a DJ, I want a DJ, I want a DJ. Yeah. And she saw that I was serious. So then I got my equipment uh, Christmas to 10th grade. Yeah. So then that's when it that's when it started. What was your first, like, what, what was your first DJ now? Um, I as far as equipment wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a pair of Stanton straight eighty turntables and then, um, a Stanton mixer. Okay, and it actually came with the um, it was like a, all in like a box. It was like pretty much like a DJ was in a box kind of box. Back then, like, was that good? Was that considered like a, a good? Quality? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was an entry level, an entry level setup. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't necessarily like, you know, what I'm saying like Technique twelve hundreds. 
yeah. or anything like that. It wasn't the top of the line, but it was like, you know, can yeah. get you in the game. Okay. Yeah, I, I I think the most DJing I ever did, like I had that, uh, what's that game with the turntables? Uh, well, like DJ Hero? DJ or Hero, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be fucking, <laughs> I'd be thinking I'd be doing something. Damn, man, so Detroit, born and raised. Yeah, when you when you, was, when you was growing up, like what, what was like the, the craziest thing you believed growing up? Like in, in terms of what? Like what you mean exactly? Like like growing up, like shit, I mean, you, you born and raised in Detroit, man, like, you 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 see a lot of crazy shit like and you 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 damn near believe a lot of crazy shit because like I didn't seen so much shit like so it's like nothing that I'm not really like my mind is not like trapped like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and especially being a kid I'm talking about like I'm talking about between the ages of four to seven. Man, I'm trying to even even. Well, what's the craziest shit you ever seen growing up? Even if you got something that you didn't seen that was just like crazy growing up. I feel like it's it's been a lot of stuff like. Like good and bad, just yeah. being exposed. Which it's, I'm kind of glad I was exposed as much as I as I was. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't out here just thinking, thinking it's sweet and think, thinking yeah. everything is all yeah. like all good. So yeah. I mean, I just seen all aspects from just from the, from the nightlife and it being, you know, whether it. I don't know. I don't want to say nothing that's like on no like negative. Vibe, no, it ain't you know about negative. It's real. <laughs> I mean, it's about being transparent. It's real. Like I don't think it's ne- negative. I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, it, to to me, like I I seen some shit. I've 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 heard some crazy shit. But like you said, being exposed to that type of life, like you 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 are like yeah. you, it makes you who you are though. Like it made you yeah, who you are. definitely. Like, definitely. Detroit definitely like made yeah. you who you are. So just going, you know, uh, on, on the timeline. So you get your turntables. Um, what was your first like event? Like when did you do your first event? So after I got my turntables, I literally practice in my room like mm-hmm. every day for a year straight yeah so it wasn't even like a situation where like all right i get some turntables and i got a gig next week yeah. like i was locked in so practicing it every day just because i wanted to make sure that i was like good that i had because this was on actual vinyl so actual yeah. records it wasn't yeah, yeah. no get a computer a serato so i had i don't a, even want to how, wait how old are you 32 oh 32 okay yeah, yeah, yeah okay so it was like i was right on on the cusp of like when I started it was on actual records right. and then transitioned onto like Serato and using the computer like a couple mm-hmm. years after. Yeah. So my first actual gig was it was some girls I went to high school with. They okay. threw like it was like a backyard, like little kind of party or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um and that was the that was the first one. And at this time too, it wasn't a whole lot of DJs. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like oversaturated. Yeah. It was like definitely nobody else that was really in my age range okay. at all that was doing it. Yeah, but I say um, like, who, what, what upcoming, what DJs came up with you? Like, it w- it wasn't really no DJs that came up. What? On the same, Out of the all same the time. DJs in Detroit, there now, was, or they probably came. Late everybody else was, was was years older. Okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah, so it was like at that time when I started. Yeah. A lot of the other DJs that are you know might be DJing now were right. like way younger and hadn't got into DJing. Okay. Because you think if I started when I was like 15, 16. Yeah. And you know, think yeah. think just think about that timeline. Yeah. Like everybody else was was like years older yeah so damn man i mean did did you know that you were good enough dj did they know like how you they, like they picked you for this event did they did they know or they just like look for See, dj that kind of goes back to me like i know you said you practiced the, okay. yeah, yeah practicing for a year for a year straight so it was like it got to the point where like i'm not even gonna hold you up i like i know i know i'm cold like right, i yeah, did yeah. because i took the time and like actually perfected the craft and just literally every day right like all right I, sometimes i would like be in a room mixing i might like call a friend on the phone i had him listen like yo check this out real quick right and yeah put this put the phone onto the speaker and just like mix something in you ever tried like, to rap to run your uh one of your mixes or anything 
Nah, not on some serious. Like yeah. a, a lot of times on some like joking. If I'm yeah. like, you know, now like in the car, like a sound check or something like that, right, just fooling yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd be in, I'd be in there <laughs> trying, but that's just me, man. It, it's crazy. Like thinking back to it all, like when you think about um, being that young and putting in that type of time, like yeah. it's, I mean, it's that's rare at that age. Like because I mean, you're, I mean, I remember being back in high school. I mean, I was, you know, running the streets, jumping fences, and mm-hmm. you know, nigga knocking and, and all that, like throwing <laughs> eggs at car, throw, rock. The, like I'm serious. Like I wasn't thinking about perfecting a craft. So for you yeah, to yeah. identify your craft that young and then put in that work like that's insane like, i couldn't have did that 10th 10th grade 11th grade it just, it just kind of just came natural and it was something that i enjoy doing right it w- it wasn't even a thing where like it wasn't even at the level where like oh this is work or right, yeah it was a chore like i literally had fun yeah like in my room djing for hours and that's what it is so, yeah. that's yeah. how it should be yeah. so you all right so now we we we, we passed that it was was college on your radar because i know it will be hard like doing that dj and it's like i mean you look at all djs and you like i mean I, i'm a dj like i just gotta practice my craft i gotta call so was college on your radar at the time yeah yeah i, I went to eastern michigan oh you're um, an eagle baby yeah yeah so yeah. I, I went to eastern and um Actually, that's one of the places where that really helped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just yeah. on the on on DJ tip because I was always doing um, one of my first things out there was like a talent show. Yeah. And then the Capitals would throw would throw house oh, parties every house. Thursday. Yep. So they would do parties. So I would do like a lot of stuff on on campus at Eastern. Yeah. I would do like a lot of stuff for U of M. Yeah. So I was like back and forth. So like I was doing stuff Eastern U of M. Um, Oakland University, yeah, Ooh, a lot of stuff stretch. in Pontiac, you know, some stuff in Wayne State, and some stuff at Central. These were all paid gigs. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, all of them were at that yeah. point because the thing about I just I started DJing in tenth grade. At yeah. this time, I'm in college. Yeah. So in between that time, like I had linked with radio, with DJs from the radio station. I was like interning at the station. Mm-hmm. I was in the station. I mean WJLB. Right. So I would be like. You know, interning, sometimes DJing at night, filling in, going to some of the clubs and like filling in there. So it was that was already in motion before I went to college. Okay. so when it's like when I went to college, I was already known for being on the radio in Detroit. So it kind of like just transitioned. And, you know, Detroit Ipsy is super close back and forth all the time anyway. What did you study when you were at Eastern? Um, Electronic media and film. Okay. So literally. I was going to school kind of for what I was already doing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Man, I went to I went to Eastern, man. That's my alma mater. Shout out to Eastern. Uh, I mean, I remember, and I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it was different from you. When I was going there, like, my first two years, man, it used to be this hill, like, going from the FYC. Like, unless you take that cut, you go into a student center. Mm-hmm. There was this big hill, and in the winter, man, it got, like, slippery. Like, you either, you was either going to go around the back way um, by the wreck, or you was going to go around the other way and then cut back up. But it was that, mm-hmm. that hill was dangerous, man. That <laughs> few years later they ended up putting steps but they did not have man eastern came a long way they came along it actually like before it was like oh you got you go to eastern it's like hi anybody go to eastern like that's how <laughs> it was like eastern was like Psh, like that's not a real college that's funny like and, and that's what it was like man and it it I, I like you said like it became kind of like i'm not gonna say saturated but it just got to the point where like the college experience i don't know if it was either ruined or heightened because i remember days man i'm in the fyc and man you got people with they they fucking 20 some inches rims outside the, outside the dorm these people don't go there they just out <laughs> blasting their music two, three, yeah two three four <laughs> in the morning um 
I don't know if they was calling this when you were there. Um, Belle Isle, they was calling like right in front of uh, the eateries. Oh, the eateries. No, they ain't used to they ain't call They it was that. calling yeah, it Belle Isle, like right there in front of the eateries, man. It was like crazy. It was it was crazy. And I mean, like I said, I don't know if that necessarily ruined or heightened my experience, but it was great. And mm-hmm. then it, now, like shit, now you gotta fucking swipe your card to even get in the eatery, show your ID. Like I mean, they they really yeah, put they some system. They got on lock. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> it it, it kind of like it, it feels like a real school now because before anybody could just walk in and out and. Mm-hmm. But now they, you know, it's added some value. Um, so I mean that 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 was a that was a fun time, fun memory, man. Shout out to TMU. Um, <laughs> I remember our president was like Dr. Martin, and she ended up like Susan Martin. She ended up like getting drunk, like drunk as hell, like at one like party, and it was like, oh, damn, you gonna put her on blast, man? Yeah, she ain't gonna listen to this. She, <laughs> she ain't gonna listen. To this. I mean, shit, it, it was public. I mean, it was all, oh, okay, it was okay. all, yeah, it was all in the. Uh, I didn't even know. Like it, we got like the news that came on. They were just saying like she, she, I got blasted at a party or whatnot. So I mean, it's all public. I mean, but at the same time, it's like you, you're president of a university. That's cool, but it's like shit. Even the pre- president of the United States, you gotta have fun. You gotta have fun. Like I mean, you do gotta hold like a certain level of professionalism, but you gotta have fun. So I mean, shit, take a shot for me, um, <laughs> man. So you you did that. You did your DJ thing. When did you get like? Wh- who influenced you like to to start DJ? Other than like your your eighth grade teacher, like any D, like big name DJs that like they really like you were like they were uh, like a mentor for you. In terms of me actually starting, like I said, it was my eighth grade teacher. Right. But um, other DJs that. Are influential, I would for sure say like Jazzy Jeff, okay, um, DJ A Track, okay, and even from here, uh, DJ Don Q, DJ Don you know Q, yeah, Q. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of those DJs is because of more of the technical aspect, right? Yeah. So when it comes to like the scratching, the mixing, the right. you know, doing different like beat juggling, more technical type stuff. Yeah, I don't know what the hell like, you're talking about, but yeah, it's, that's yeah. Like, I mean I know scratching, like but. super super DJ type stuff. And okay. It's like I, gravitated towards that you know what i'm saying uh-huh so yeah Damn. when did you all right now not now djing in college getting you know getting your name out there djing at the residence when did you get like your first like main gig like when like, like a big uh, gig main gig. i mean a lot of them a lot of these joints at the time were were big mm-hmm. gigs you know whether it be some type of icebreaker or yeah, something yeah. Like, you know yeah, or it's yeah. like a main club in ann arbor like yeah. those were the joints like at yeah. that like because like i said at that point stuff was kind of rolling like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like i was like new then yeah like it was like okay we we getting to it what so was your we, favorite spot in ann arbor dj um man what were some of the spots there sure. at one point it was um fifth quarter was always was okay always good okay yeah that was that was popping um dang what's the other one that's like right around the corner from there Shit, I don't know. I, ain't um, like. I forgot the name. Honestly, it's been it's been so long yeah, since yeah, I've been nah. in Ar- Ann Arbor. So I don't want to say the you wrong. don't. Damn, you don't even go to Ann Arbor. Say again. You don't go to Ann Arbor. No, I mean honestly, when I'm when I'm back in the city, like I'm in the city. Like right, it's not yeah. too much that will bring me out that way. Right. You I know? mean everything is in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's not really. I don't want to be in, a, in yeah, Ann Arbor yeah. like that. Man, hey, hey, <laughs> man, that's crazy. Um. I remember, and it's just, I remember, I think I was, I was probably, um, I think I might have still been in high school, and you were, uh, you did some, a few tracks for PL. Okay, yeah, that's the homie. Man. Talk to PL like almost every day. Man, that, so it's crazy, so I interview, uh, I interview PC. Okay. So PC, he, he, that's my man's 
my cousin they got a kid together yada 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 mm-hmm. so that's my first cousin they they and me and pc real cool so he was like the second interview that i ever did okay um you know what i'm saying shout out to olympics i remember they was running with the olympics you know everybody kind of doing their own thing now but they mm-hmm. i mean they, that that's still i still fuck with everybody from them um but yeah i remember you was a you was dj and did a couple things with pl um and man, I remember like when Fresh and you came out, man. Fresh and you were straight, and they, you know, what I'm saying that was that main song that everybody was kind of vibing with. Yeah. But it was so many, so many tracks that like PL had put out, and that a couple of them that you you was on, and it was mm-hmm. just like, it was just like it was some raw raw shit, like some real yeah, shit. Like he, he's he's super consistent. Work yeah. ethic is crazy. Yeah. Um, He's actually doing like a lot of stuff with the NFL right now. Oh, really? Like as far as like, yeah. I remember, I thought he did a he had got a track on like the NBA. I mean on uh the what's the game? M two K. I thought he had like a couple tracks on the two uh, K soundtrack. Well, yeah, yeah, like a lot of the stuff for NFL now. So like a lot of like the Monday Night Football stuff, like playoff stuff, like a lot of those. Damn. He's doing those on the regular. Okay. So yeah, shout out to PL. Shout out to PL. Um, so I you did that. So how did you? Well, like, what you most excited about right now in your life? Man, just growth and progression. Yeah, yeah, Like, you know what I'm saying? Lately, um, and I've honestly just been listening to, like, a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of audio books and just, mm-hmm. like, just feeding my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's literally all I've been on lately. Yeah. It's just, like, just learning. Man, that's crazy, too, because, I mean, it that's become, like, a, a huge way, like, podcasts, audio books. More people are, like, accepting reading as, like, okay or listening to audiobooks like because when i was growing up there wasn't a lot i mean you read in like elementary but like now i hear people like doing the audiobooks do and it's cool when i hear african-american people you know african-american males females and their their feet and their minds like like i somebody told me the other day and i, I mean i already knew this but they were like the most I mean, I can't think of the uh, the term they used. The most the dan- the most dangerous person on the planet is an educated African American man. And I was like, this came from a white person. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like yeah. I mean, he. I guess you want to use the term they like woke. Like he he really like man. He when he said that, I was like, damn. Like this coming from a white man. So like like I said, but he he has like his eyes are open. He's not like just one of those narrow minded people. Yeah. But it felt good because it's like damn like that that that's true like but a lot of us we've been you know programmed to think a certain way so when you when you strengthen your mind by reading and listening to audiobooks like man it ain't shit you yeah. can't do I mean, man. you you look at things differently when you start to learn and just even just peep different patterns and why right. yeah, certain yeah. things happen it's like a, a lot more makes sense yeah like you know even with even with social media and like you know how it's designed to just keep your attention to keep you on the app as long as possible right yeah showing you these advertisements and like oh you liking these kind of posts i'm gonna and show you more it is man that yeah. shit is crazy because then i'm like okay and i remember somebody put that on like on instagram it was like shit let me show you how much of effect like when you like all these posts and then like you go to your main page and then it's like okay not all that shit's gonna pop up so like for me like i get on my my instagram and like all you see is like fitness shit and food like my main page like it's like the the explore page fitness and food like but yeah. that's all i'm usually you know yeah, clicking on, on or, you, yeah, or save <laughs> so it's crazy or i go on my phone and i look at something and then i get on facebook and i'm like come on bro i was just looking at yeah. like <laughs> bro so it, it's crazy that 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 marketing no and all that yeah so it, it's crazy man what i what i what i think so you the official dj a big shine yeah how yeah. the hell did you land that shit and like what was the feeling like you you and Big Sean was just already cool. Or? It, I'm trying to think how to to even go back. So, so back in the day, finally famous would throw parties. Uh-huh. So, say for example, at like Plan B, which 
is now called Trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Plan B, Blue, Majestic mm-hmm. Theater, you know, spots like that. Finally, famous would throw parties, and I would DJ. Okay. And um, you know, they would do those, do those every now and again, and then you know, play play Sean's music in the club, play right. the radio. And you know, he was like, "Yo, when stuff takes off, I want you to DJ for me." It was like, "All right, cool." Like you know, not not thinking at that time like it what was gonna, was gonna be, happen. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, either way, like cool, I'll rock with you. Like it's all good. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> so he he was already like y'all was already he already was like yeah when like he knew it like he knew it and then he like when to take off I want you. To yeah, be. yeah. And, you know, stuck to it and been rocking. Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> I seen that and I'm like, dog, that's that's just insane. Like that that feeling like. I mean, you don't DJ for no. Yeah, I mean, you still do little gigs and shit. Yeah, I do like, my own. Yeah, I yeah, do my yeah, own I mean, gigs too. But like artist wise, like yeah, just DJ for Sean. Yeah, yeah damn. Yeah. Are you are you, you travel a lot? Or are you like mainly you in Detroit? Like you always? No, no, I'm I'm based in LA. Okay. I just happen to be back in the city right now. Okay. Um, I'm, I'll be back in a couple more weeks too. But I'm like back and forth, but based out out in you got out in a, LA. you got a crib out there? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm out there, and I'll come back here for a little while, and then go back. So. Yeah, I was listening to that. Uh, what's that? That record of uh, him and DJ Khaled. That uh, thank you. Oh um, yeah, and yeah. He like shit. Like back that nigga. He got it. He talking about DJ Khaled, his neighbor. Like that shit just crazy. Like <laughs> I mean, LA is LA is different. Like I've been to LA and it's just different. I mean, and I remember one time I went and uh, I had got on. I got on the bus. Me and my chick got on this bus and we ended up in like some like neighborhood. Like I forgot what part of it it was like bad like and we just cruising through time we didn't know like where to get off we was like kind of <laughs> buzzed and sleepy and we just riding through the hood like what the <laughs> fuck is going on and you uh, could y'all just was t- in your adventure mode yeah man not even on purpose like we just had missed a stop it was crazy the bus driver he like literally on the clock pulls up to like he ain't pull up in the liquor store but he pulled up like to the street where the liquor store was at parks the bus puts on his hatters and walks in the liquor store grabs a pop and i'm like I don't even know if you can do I mean cuz you got routes and you know certain times you got to hit these spots. He literally hopped off the bus, didn't say nothing. That's know, the first. I you don't know. know. Bro, that's, like he that's didn't crazy. he didn't say like yo, I'm mind nothing. He just like, yeah, just hopped off the bus <laughs> and we like what the fuck? He literally he was in there for a minute. So we looking like what the fuck? Is this a setup? Like is somebody going to get on this bus and rob us like Crazy. I mean, we, I'm sure we look like we was from Detroit. So it just <laughs> shit, we was we was wearing all red and shit. I'm like but with like Detroit shit on, so I'm like, it looked like we gang banging from Detroit. So, but it was cool. <laughs> a couple chicks got on the bus and they were just looking like, and they probably looked like, okay, I don't know, they might not be banging, but crazy man, man. So DJing for Big Shine, man, that 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 got to be a crazy experience. Like, um, I see you got the, uh, are you DJing at the 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 Duce, uh Yeah, Duce Palooza. So that's like. I'm not sure when this is gonna drop, but it's uh, like around the 19th of July. That's okay. when uh, Duce Palooza is. Yeah, yeah. So it, it'll yeah. be after. Man, have you DJed at like a Henny Palooza or Duce Palooza? Because I know they just started. Yeah, to so Duce. yeah, yeah. It used to be used to be Henny Palooza, um, but I actually just did Duce Palooza in LA for BT Weekend. Okay. And I did like another one for them. It was around uh, Dreamville Fest okay. in North Carolina. So yeah, I did, yeah. I've done a couple of them. Okay. Um, I'm like cool with the with the cats who who throw it so oh, that's sweet man. yeah yeah that's sweet man it, it's crazy to me because it's like um you the industry you in and i mean it's like like now you got your own name for yourself like you had your own name for yourself since 10th grade it's not like you just riding big shine's coattail like you got your yeah, own name yeah. like you've grind like you said you put yeah, in your hours so working. i mean that that that's good it's like you can still go off and do your own thing and people still like hey look you on dj da, 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 da. Yeah. and you know what i'm saying it's all off of your your work ethic and, and what you do um 
to me, I mean, that, that's just something. I mean, I've never been in a DJ, but I mean, to, to perfect a craft like that um, is crazy. But then have all these connections. Um, do you have any, like, uh, like any DJs up under you? Like, are you mentors to any DJs? Or? Um, not really right now. Like, I'm always down to, like, answer questions right, like yeah. the other DJs have. But just in, in terms of, like, actually having somebody shadow. And ca- oh, that's yeah, kind of no, hard yeah, yeah. because Hell it's, like, yeah. especially, like, traveling. It's, like, that's, like, super difficult. But, I mean... Yeah. All the time, and people just hit me up on on the DM and ask questions. I'm down yeah. to, to answer any anything like that. Like I said, I mean that's crazy. I mean it, you you get to a point. It's like I mean you still you you still human. I mean mm-hmm. yeah you DJ Mo Beats. Yeah you Big Sean. You know DJ. But it's like you still human. Like some people lose that humanistic quality where it's like they get all celebrity like, and it's like you can't even answer a DM or respond. So like when you respond, I'm like mm-hmm. damn this dude. And he just said <laughs> no because I, I like I've, I've emailed people and I, I reached out and they like. They either won't, re- you know, respond or they'll make it. Se- they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm super busy," and I'm like, "You know, I can see your story. I literally seen you wasn't doing nothing. <laughs> like you, like you showing your burrito at, you know, local yeah. taco or something. So, you know, you to to be that accessible and mm-hmm. to, you know, this is a form of like giving back because you got mm-hmm. a different follower base than I got. You know, yeah, you've true. been doing. True, true. You know what I'm saying? So you don't you don't owe me an interview. You know what I'm saying? So for you to for you to but you want it to have value. And yeah, like, and I was like, as, as value, long as we add value, yeah. Like, I'm so down I mean, to come you know, real quick. you mean, like, you know, that's huge, dude. Like that, that's huge, and I definitely appreciate you doing that because I mean, a lot of people they get to a point where they like, oh yeah, I can't do it, or some people I didn't reach out to people and they be trying to charge, and I'm like, what? What are you serious? Like, <laughs> you like I'm up and coming. Like I can't pay you. Like yeah, and it's and it's like it. The timing that you hit me up was good because yeah. it made sense because I already knew. Um, I had to do something with with my homie over at the social club, which yeah. is literally around the corner from where we're doing this podcast. Right. And my gig is around the corner from here, so yeah. it's like it just worked out. Where I was yeah. like, all right, cool, let's do it real That's quick. Perfect, like man. we can just knock this out, and I shoot over to the gig. Yeah, <laughs> so you, I, I, I know you got your own uh, podcast. What is, what is your podcast? It's called what? Uh, it's called Scratching the Surface. So, so basically. It's just me talking to a, a couple of homies who are like, you know, uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and actually, I'm going to start, start talking to a few friends that are like real estate investors. Yeah. Just kind of just to add value to people that are listening, right. whether it be like, you know, how did you start your business? Exactly. Like, what was the what was the role like? You know, what um, what role bumps did you come across? Exactly, like, yeah. what, you know, what, what happened? Just because a lot of times it's good to hear those stories exactly. from people who've been through it, yeah. so you know, like, oh, okay, this is what it was like, or like, or like, oh, dang, I didn't know they had to go through that. That's crazy. It makes you <laughs> appreciate the the place that people get to, yeah. you know, de- depending on their story. Yeah. If it's like, yo, this person really had to go through some trials and tribulations, yeah. and they made like you deserve yeah. all that, or like it shows you what not to do. Exactly. If you want to like take a similar path, so yeah. it's like just hearing a lot of different people's stories, which is like I said, I've been listening to more podcasts yeah. and like even in regards to real estate, it's good to hear what people have done mm-hmm. to get to where they are. So I'm like, okay, like I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Like it might change your perspective based on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, man, that's similar to I mean what I'm doing. Like a lot of times you hear you know entrepreneurship and a lot of people think the road traveled is like an easy one because they see the success and they think it happened overnight and they're like oh my god like if he can do it I can do it and it's like okay you 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 hear you see the success you see it and that's perfect. You don't see the failure. failure. You don't see the failure. Tell me about. I don't. I don't. Okay, the success is great, but I mean (laughs) your story is good because it's like you grind it. I mean it's not so much of 
you know, jumping into something you didn't know anything about because you, you were passionate about it. You, yeah. The seed was planted. Your eighth grade teacher had already planted yeah, that seed. That's why I said it literally took a year to just practice. Yeah, but a year of, of, of I mean, you a know, just, punching the bag and like going. Practice. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, at this point, I've definitely put in well over 10,000 hours. Yeah, so that's, it's like, they that's, say, that's thing. the number. Yeah, so it's like just thinking about that, like all of these all these gigs, like all this practice, like all everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> they say. You got to put that 10,000 hours in, put that work definitely. in, man. So, I mean, but it's crazy. Like like I said, you don't you don't hear about people feel you. So, um, not saying that, you know, along the way of DJ, you didn't have any, like, you know, failures or shortcomings or, or did you, at any point, did you ever want to just pull out and be like, I want to be done? Like, I'm, I want to be done, DJ? Not really, like, saying that I would want to be done, mm-hmm. but it's just like, kind of uh trying to think how to really word it not being done but making sure that i keep it fun okay you know yeah yeah that makes sense like uh, sometimes it can get monotonous so it was like it would be different things you know creating content whether it's like i'm doing a scratch video or like you know doing a vlog Mm -hmm. or doing stuff like that um that will kind of you know help out or just you know just trying different stuff like yeah, just just making sure I'm still f- having fun. I with feel it. like I feel like in the end, being a DJ, like it, you gotta you gotta know your demographics. Because sometimes I've been out and like I'll I'll, I'll hear somebody DJ in that event, and I'm like, bro, like this music is not like I mean, or they'll be trying to get the people hyping. I'm like, it's look at the crowd, look like the, the music is not matching your crowd. Like yeah. I mean, so you can't. And I mean, I'm no DJ, but I mean, I, can, I understand like people like it. Shit, I mean, look at your crowd. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be able to read read the people and read the vibe to yeah. be like okay all right this is what's going on here like all right let me play you know play something and test it out see what right. see what gets a moving and kind of just go from there like you can't i've never really gone i've never gone to a gig and it had a pre-planned set exactly yeah. just because you can't you can't put yourself in that kind of box yeah like it could be a totally different crowd than what you plan the exactly, set for and it's yeah. like you can't just limit yourself like that yeah so man man like i said i definitely appreciate you coming out but if you could if you could influence somebody you know what I'm saying? Just from from them hearing your story, like what message would you want them to take away from like yo yo from from your time of the tenth grade all the way up to time? Like what what would be like one of the biggest messages you want them to take away from your story? Man, whatever you're trying to do, I would say try to gain as much knowledge as possible mm-hmm. um, on that topic or subject. Yeah. Um, whatever you're trying to do, get in proximity of where it's happening or yeah. people that are doing it. So if it's like, oh, I want to be a photographer, um, see if there's any photography meetups and just go bring your camera, ask questions like, oh, if you want to, you know, be a producer, like, oh, see if you can intern at a studio. Like it doesn't even necessarily got to be a thing where like you want to be a producer and you try to instantly collab with another producer. Like you can just be a fly on a wall and just like observe. So like learn as much as possible um be patient patient patience is so important like a lot of times nowadays i feel like people want that instant gratification yeah and if it's like oh i've been working for a month and then nothing happened it's like man people been working for 10 years and stuff is just starting to shake yeah so it's like having that (laughs) playing the long game as opposed to like short the short game and yeah. win that instant gratification yeah. and won some some likes on instagram you know yeah. what i'm saying it's <laughs> like playing the long game because you if you want to be around for a while it's probably gonna take you a while to get to the place you want to get to right yeah like so that even just goes back to just with with me and djing like it was a slow steady progression yeah um 
and you know, and it's it's still going up as opposed to like something going viral. Yeah. Then that could be gone next week. Right. Be yeah. Gone next month. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like a fad, like a trend. That, in yeah. And out, setting yeah. that foundation. So I would definitely say that. Um. Man, another thing too, like anybody who might be younger or even older, is just with investing. Okay. Like okay. from not even necessarily saying just stocks, but different things that I feel like in our community that, that isn't talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, different retirement plans, making yeah. sure you got life insurance, um, checking on real estate, just different things that I feel like it isn't always talked about in our mm -hmm. community, but it's so important when it comes to creating wealth. Mm -hmm. Like, because you think about if you were to die tomorrow and not having life insurance, like people going to have to make a go for me. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. like if having an insurance, and it doesn't cost as much as people think. Yeah. Like a couple hundred bucks a month yeah. as opposed to, you know, buying some, some stinkers or something. Yeah, and everybody like, going to do it. Yeah, yeah like, like that's one thing. Um... You know, no idea what anybody else out there fin financial situation is looking like. But if there's something that you want to accomplish and you might not have a bread right now, create a budget. Okay. Like as uncomfortable as it might be, yeah, it'll benefit you in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not going out to eat all the time, not buying the latest clothes that somebody else got. Yeah. Like yep, that yep. kind of stuff. Like it's it's delaying instant gratification yeah. for to benefit you in the long term right yeah um which is something that it took me a while to to grasp yeah. like you know what i'm saying because you know you want to be fly you yeah. want to be like yeah. you know yeah. looking fresh but it's like you also got to think about the bigger picture and what you're trying to accomplish mm -hmm. like it's um guy dave ramsey super big on like yeah, yeah. financial yeah, yeah, yeah. so he one of the things he always says is like live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later Mm -hmm. so you know make that sacrifice now it's gonna be a little bit rough yeah. but you doing that is gonna set you up for this yeah um yeah that's really the man the man advice right there you know and i and i and i like that the the, the patient game you know playing playing the long game being patient you know asking questions one thing that i I'm, I'm not even gonna lie like even starting my podcast like i was like man i was reaching out to everybody you know i'm talking about all mainstream detroit people just reaching out i'm like bro why am I not going to try to start with local people that actually I know, that know me, that I can get easier access to, that mm -hmm. has a story, that their, their, their story is just as valuable as somebody in the industry that's mainstream. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. everybody got a good story to tell. So, even for me, like, that instant gratification, you know, I'm trying to build that audience that quick. But now I'm like, man, this people have been podcasting for a while. Yeah. And shit, it took some years. Like, you had, you got to put yeah. time in. So, like, for me, definitely. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to play the, the short game, so to speak, more so that long game. So, instant gratification is something that a lot of people live for. And and yeah. I don't necessarily live for it um, in, in the bigger picture since before the, in the podcast. But, like, if you want to do something, I think you got to play for the long game. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's really like, you know what I'm saying, like Nipsey said, and a lot of people say it, it's, it's a marathon, um, you know what I'm saying, not a sprint. So um, I definitely I definitely agree, man. I definitely appreciate you um, coming out and sharing your story with me yeah, no on, on my podcast, Easy. Knowledge and Influence, man. Where can people find you on, uh, on social media? Yo, everything is at DJ Mo Beats. That's DJ M-O-B-E-A-T-Z. You know what I'm saying? Twitter, IG, Facebook, all of that. DJ Mo Beats in the building, man. Y'all go check it out. Um, go follow him, man. You know, official dj a big shine in the building man go go follow him and uh um if you listening man uh share this share this uh 
story. You know, you know, support comes in many different ways. You don't necessarily have to 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 monetize or or pay me any money. You know what I'm saying? You know, support can come in many different fashions. You hear this, man? Just a simple like, a post, screenshot. You know, tell me what you took away from the episode. Um, your likes, your dislikes. I don't care. Shit, I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to put it perfect my craft. So, what you like, what you don't like. If anything resonated with you, definitely, you know, write it down, take notes, cause uh, it's a lot of knowledge being, you know, given. So you might have to rewind this one or two times to really hear what the real message was. You know what I'm saying? So, man, my name is Martez. Once again, Martez underscore for show. That's F-A-S-H-O. Man, you listen to Knowledge Under the Influence, man. And thanks for listening. We out.